last week on D&D Night. My name's Josh. I am the host and the DM for this episode. Yeah! We're here, we're here. It's time for the D&D episode. I'm joined by Ralph. My name is Greentooth Fancy Dax Esquire. There has been a disappearance of doors and windows around the city. Oh. Alan. I've gone for a simple one name, Cole. C-O-L-E, nickname of the bullet. Nice. Because he kills people before they even fucking see it coming. There's a lavishly decked out house. You're in the upper echelons. And you've been told by (coughs) another thief after you've entered the city that it is ripe to be robbed, (laughs) for want of a better word. You sort of open the door, you grab hold of the handle, you the hand take one step in, sort of closing the door as you may, you take your other step down, and as you go to lift your first foot, you find that you can't. (laughs) Try to lift your second foot, and it too is stuck to the ground in place. And Leanne? My name is Niffles Goldstealer, which may or may not have been influenced by a Niffler from Harry Potter. Come up to your temple, it was on the left-hand side, and as you turn to grab the door handle, the way you know the door is... There is just wall. The entire section of the wall where the door once was is covered in flyers promoting the arrival of a circus that arrived in town not long ago. I'm gonna have a little peek. Peek through into the tent. And immediately you hear this high-pitched screaming (laughs) as a goblin charges at you with what looks like a spear. You give him a good sort of thwacking and you hear the most sickening crack Ooh. of bone go through like this gombl- <laughs> goblin <laughs> <laughs> through the commotion out of the back enters an elderly old man top hat bright red coat with tails oh risky old what have you done oh you've broken your sodding leg again what happened this time that all the goblins sort of like point at you she did it do you have anything to say for yourself not my fault. Not your fault? Interrupting a scheduled practice and <laughs> wounding one of my acrobats. Wound you too, if you're careful. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> now, now. Now, now. Perhaps if you help us out, I can help you out. Fine. <laughs> and he's like, fantastic! And he reaches into his back pocket. And he holds you this skin-tight leotard. <laughs> oh, and he turns to the goblin and is like, fetch the pate. What you are about to hear contains foul language, terrible humour, and spoilers. I solemnly swear that we are up to no good. (laughs) These three goblins (laughs) usher you into the back entrance of this circus. Um, They sort of crowd round you. Um, They sort of like tugging at you robes and stuff. I presume you're a female. Yeah. Sorry, did you just assume her gender? <laughs> I, uh, do Excuse you know me, Josh. Me? That's my, my partner you're talking about. I swear I'm not going to say I'm not. Gonna <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I, you can be whatever you want to be. <laughs> what do you want to be? I think I'll be female, thanks. Okay, there we go. Right. Um, out, out of respect for nudity and dis- whatever, um, the two male goblin, like... Obviously, you've injured one of the male goblins in a horrific <coughs> accident. Um, sort of carries him away, um, and you're sort of tended to by the two uh, female goblins. They sort of like you know help you sort of get out your clothes, and they you strain on this skin tight leotard. That I'm a stout the, halfling, so it's quite a squeeze. Oh, it's quite a squeeze. <laughs> there is nothing left to the imagination in this, um, and it is it is like bright. 
blue, like baby blue, um, and they're they're like they're like painting you up with like green, (laughs) like make you you know it's like and they're sort of like checking it against their own skin. They're like, so yeah, this is is the right shade, you know, and you're just covered head to toe in this green skin and this yeah bright blue leotard. It's gonna crack. Okay, so green tooth back to you. You've exited from Tamajong, the aristocrats, uh, the barons' throne room, for one of their words, his, uh, his audience area. Mm. You left out. The guards give you a, a quick nod. Uh, and I presume you're making your way to Goloneth, who you know as the master of arms of the castle. He's commander of the guard, basically. He organises, uh, obviously, all the, all the watches and the watchmen and that kind of thing. Keeps the general peace of the city. Mm. Do I have any weapons on me, by the way? Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't leave your house without it. Okay, cool, yeah. That's fine, I just... Yeah. Just make sure. Sort of make your way around the courtyard, large open space, uh, surrounded by parapets and walls, and there's sort of like a, a sort of, almost like a dingy corner. It's got a large, a large door, uh, and above it is a symbol, two, two swords, clashed with a, with a shield in the middle. Yeah, nice. Um, which is clearly the barracks. Classic. <laughs> the graphic designer wasn't very inspired. <laughs> Mate. How generic can we go? If it ain't broken, no fix it. <laughs> <laughs> so you enter, there's like a long corridor, there's rooms coming coming off, and there is uh, a nicely made door at the end. Mm-hmm. It's got like a gold plaque with like sort of like the symbol of his station. Mm. And on, on the plaque is written Golineth Kifolath. Kifolal. Kifolal. Have a trouble with that? Yeah. <laughs> Kifolal. Kifolal. Yeah. I knock on the door okay. and <coughs> announce myself. <coughs> Green Tooth, Fancy Duck, Esquire at your service. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> it's like Fink from Simpsons. You sort of hear from behind the door. Uh, en- enter? Enter. I, I think. <laughs> Open the door. Before you is an old male high high elf ranger. He has cro- he's cropped curly hair, curled blonde hair, uh, brown eyes. It's almost like a greenish tinge to his skin. Fairly <coughs> tall, though I think you're taller. He's about five seven. He's got a sharp, sort of fanciful, fanciful voice. So face. <laughs> enter, enter. Um, what, what, what can I do for you? Ah, uh, well, yes, the Baron has sent me in regards to the, uh, the arcane disturbance in the area. Sort of raises an eyebrow. He's like, "Oh, oh, oh!" I have to admit, we were uh, expecting expecting Nimcash, but um, well, yes, unfortunately, he's he's out on a business excursion. He's been called out somewhere, in another land. Uh, I can't say where, but uh, unfortunately, I'm well. Fortunately, I'm here in his absence. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, oh, fantastic. Okay, so we've had three main reports of the uh, disappearance, the magical disappearance of doors and windows from yes. people's houses. Uh, the first is uh, one Tegan. There's a farmer that lives on uh, uh, out, just outside the uh, city walls. The second is Menerus, innkeeper, a halfling innkeeper in the, uh, uh, the slum section of the city. <laughs> uh, oh, dear. Uh, and the last is um, Barley, uh, a, a blacksmith dwarf in the uh, in the industrial quarter. Uh, a blacksmith um, from the mountains. Strange, last, quite old, but bald head. Very weird. Mm. Right. 
Probably from all the heat. Dwarves. What can I say? Strange folk. <laughs> yes. Nearly as bad as gorks. <laughs> I pretend I didn't hear that. <laughs> hear what? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Fantastic. Yes, there's our free reports. I'm, I'm not sure if there's been other other instances in the city, but those are the um, the three that we have um, we have searched for now. We have been, we have investigated, but none of us are particularly magic capable. We've checked for uh, for tracks. There's been no tracks. We've sort of investigated the area. Um, we've even investigated the houses by breaking down one of the walls. However, the walls just keep reforming. Interesting. Yes, quite, isn't it? Yes. An ongoing Never seen anything. Never seen anything quite bloody like it. Well, I'll give you, I'll give you directions. Um, if you exit the main gate, front of the city, uh, just to your left, you'll find the uh, the farmlands. Tugan is the first farm. The inn is uh, close to the um, slums quarter, just in between the, the slums quarter and the industrial sector, and obviously the blacksmith is in the industrial sector. Yes, 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 of course. I suppose it's best that I... Uh... Head towards the farm, then. Oh, well, well fantastic. I have to say, she's an interesting, uh, <laughs> interesting character. <laughs> well, aren't they all? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> I'm not. I'm very straightforward. Now, get on with it. <laughs> this is your job, but it's, but it's under my boot, so I'll expect it. Expect a report back in uh, yet a few hours, maybe towards the beginning of tomorrow. Oh, yes, sir. I will get right to it, sir. And make sure you uh, uh, tell the old Baron that uh, I, I've done well, if I have, of course. <laughs> uh, I will consider your offer. <laughs> so it looks like the kind of guy that would take all of the uh, all of the credit if anything is uh, mm. <laughs> if, if anything is actually fixed. <laughs> oh, so. I know I've got my weapon, mm -hmm. but do I have, like, my my books for spells or anything like that? You have, um, your, like, Catalyst mm -hmm. as a wizard is an arcane book. Mm -hmm. It's written just underneath. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I've got that on me. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much I've got everything well, you, that I would need. You would have left the house okay. ready. Mm -hmm. Like, it was the magical disturbance in it. For all you could have known, there's fucking there's an attack or something going on in the city that you both fucking saw out, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, so you, you came prepared. Yeah. Okay, so, um, yes, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go head to the farm and talk to this Tegan. Oh, Charlie, I don't care which order you do with them in. Uh, just make sure you get bloody on with it and send me a report, okay? Okay. And so long. See you later. <laughs> GTFN. Mm. Oh, um, yes, he's like a, um, you better take this. He holds out a pendant. I don't know if it's got any magical properties, but it seems to, um, I've had it on my person for a little while, and I uh, seem to find that it sort of resonated with magic close to the area. So, uh, might prove useful, might be fucking nothing. I don't know. <coughs> okay. You get a certain impression this guy is not magically orientated. Yeah. In any fucking way. Am I able to check then myself whether this may be the nature of the, the pendant, or maybe if it is magical? Okay. To some degree. Yes. Well, you may. Well, I'll, I'll tell you right now. Roll me... An arcana check? Uh, 15. Okay. It certainly has magical properties. Mm -hmm. You're not quite able to figure out <clears throat> the the nature of the enchantment. Mm -hmm. 
Um, perhaps with like a bit longer with a maybe a short rest, you might be able to actually sort of like okay work out right what it is. You can't tell if it's beneficial or right. What's the what's the opposite? What's the opposite of beneficial? Not beneficial. Bad. <laughs> or bad. <laughs> yes. Or detrimental. Yes. No, like, yeah, detrimental. Detrimental. Well. Mm. Yeah. To your ability, but mm. you're in no way, like, sort of connected with it at the moment. But yeah. you're no, certainly magical. Mm. Well, in I, nature. I close my eyes. Like, hmm. Yes. Oh, yes. Interesting. Well, sir, you can be sure that it is magical. And I put it on. And off I go. And I turn around, close the door. He's just, as you hear, it's like, fucking mumbo jumbo bloody. Bollocks. <laughs> so you exit. Where, where, where are you going first? I have everything with me. I can head to Tegan's farm. Yeah. So it's so um it's getting a bit later on now. It's kind of getting dusk. The uh, the city's sort of starting to quiet down, or at least as you're exiting like the upper echelons, you can see like the slums area is staying like fairly lively. Mm. There's a couple of like you can hear sort of like merriment happening. Actually, sorry. Do I know how long it's going to take me to get to the farm and back? Yeah. I mean, you know the city quite well. Mm. It's not the biggest city in the world mm. but you could you know maybe like two hours tops okay that kind of like okay so if yeah. I, even if i go to tegan's have a bit of a chat have a look around i could still be back for for like dinner time or something like that yeah yeah, yeah i'd say so okay yeah yeah it's just starting to get dusk okay you know yeah yeah um right yeah because yeah. otherwise i'd be like well, i'm just gonna have to go until morning yeah um cool yeah heading over to you go through the city, the um like I said, the marketplace is sort of winding down. There's a couple of like you can hear the merriment from bars and pubs which are just sort of like kicking up. If I look around, do do they all have doors and windows? Roll me a perception. Nope. That is a no a seven. A seven. <laughs> Not to your knowledge. Yeah. Like you can't really see anything from from where you are, like, mm. you try and, like, pinpoint, like, obviously, you're next to the market area that's, like, sort of starting to close down now. Mm. Obviously, they don't have any doors or windows, and the opposite side is very much sort of, like, there's a couple of front houses, but there's a lot of, like, backs of the houses. Mm. You kind of see, like, the slums is almost, like, mm. contained. So, facing out to the street, peculiarly, it's sort of, like, the backs of the houses. And, okay. Yeah, you know, there's a couple of windows dotted around, but it doesn't look too unusual. Well, I'm probably more preoccupied with Keeping my belongings in check. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, you're slums. on the main street, so somebody's probably not going to rob you on the main street because it's quite out in the open. Urchins? Yes, fucking urchins. See if I was there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you go through the uh, main gate, sort of like a nod to the, the guardsman, and he's like, you know, uh, we'll be closing up in, a, uh, you know, about three hours, so make sure you're uh, you're back before uh, the gates close. Uh, chance so of us might not hear you. Hear you knocking. <laughs> um... <clears throat> <laughs> uh, and you exit, and um, just off in the distance, like within walking distance, is uh, Tegan's farm. Basically, like <laughs> a wattle and daub hut, sort of spherical. Think mm. old age, kind of like uh, roundhouse, circular, um, with sort of like a pointed roof. It's like a barrel. Um, yeah, yeah. Clearly made out of like, like mud, mud yeah. clay, and what is probably like a horse shit and hay mixed together to create the walls, you know. Sustainable. Yeah. <laughs> Cheap. <laughs> As you come towards it, there's no windows, there's no doors. It's all self-contained from what you can see. And pretty much I have a, Do a quick walk around. Yeah, quick walk around. It's not huge. Mm. You know, it's fairly it's fairly tall. 
Mm. Probably slightly taller than you'd expect mm -hmm. for such a hut. Mm -hmm. You're not quite sure on them why it's built so tall, but it's a bit odd, but, you know, yeah. pretty, pretty standard. Um, you walk around and you can hear sort of like, you know, the odd sort of like muffled voice and um, a muffled sort of like uh, the odd yap, like yap of a dog. It's quite muffled. You can't really like, make out like any of like distinct words because the walls are fairly thick. But yeah. It's like, yeah. <clears throat> I use the um, the blunt end of my weapon and I give a uh, sort of like pretty hefty good knock. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. Anyone home? <laughs> so if you're if you're if you're like if we look at the circle of the house like this, mm. you're stood like here. Yeah. Within eyeshot before it like turns around the corner, you see a section of the wall. <clears throat> Just explode outwards, a mixture of mud and clay. Oh, by the God! Following out of it is just plumes of smoke, plumes and plumes of smoke. And as it sort of like drifts out of the way, leaning on a wall is this skimpily clad, seven foot female Goliath, clad only basically two strips of cloth to hide the uh, the uh, essentials. <laughs> the essentials. Um, <laughs> You can pretty much see everything, really. Yeah, There's no PG-13. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just. <coughs> just. And she's like, Hello? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, 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 good afternoon. I have been sent by our Baron uh, in regards to your home. Uh, seems you have no doors or windows. <laughs> she's still leaning, trying to look as, like, Sort of like uh, sexy as possible. Yeah. <laughs> like she is built. Yeah. She is Goliath. She's, yeah. she's rippling muscles. She's about seven foot, seven and a half foot tall. She's she's taller than me then. <clears throat> oh god, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and she's wider than you. Have you ever seen that episode of Futurama? Yes. <laughs> Basically, this is what I'm basing her off. Death by yeah. snow, snow. Death by snow, snow. And she she's like, oh, <laughs> a man. Come to help me while I come in. She sort of grabs your arm. Before you know it, you just sort of yanked into this <laughs> musty hut. Now, it is, there is a small fire in the middle. and You get the impression she's not the brightest spark. And obviously, she does her day's work. She comes back to her hut. She lights her fire, to which there is normally a chimney. But there she's one. just been sitting in a room. <laughs> the smoke's just been billowing out, billowing out. You can see sort of smaller, sort of like holes in the walls. Um, and as you enter, she sort of like gives one of the walls a love tap and puts her arm through it, just punches it so that the smoke can sort of get out. And she's clearly been doing this in like intervals <laughs> as it's been, like she's been like getting lightheaded and they're slowly sort of like shrinking shrinking back up so she's having to do it there is i suppose what can be construed as a bed <laughs> which is basically a mass of furs <laughs> and yep. hay yeah there's a large dog slash wolf that sits further away and he's kind of like his head's on his paws and he's sort of like looking at you he sort of brings you in and she sort of sits down on the bed and she sort of like puts a hand on your head and sort of like makes you sit down <laughs> on like <laughs> A small tree stump <laughs> that's there, and she sort of, you can see her, and she's like, she sort of reclines on her furs, you know, a little bit of nip sort of slipping out by accident. She's like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my. She's like, ask, 
Ask me away. <laughs> Ask uh, away. <laughs> uh, uh, yes, well, well, uh, I, uh, I was sent by the Baron himself uh, in regards to investigate the, uh, the, the disturbances that happened within the city. Now, uh, ma'am, as, as I can see, you have no ventilation <laughs> whatsoever in regards to windows and doors. Now, is there anything I can help you with? <laughs> <laughs> I did like my windows, and I did like my doors and and chimneys, but I like it musty. She puts a hand on your leg. No. <laughs> 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 yeah. Well, I stand up <laughs> like quickly. Well, I, I need to investigate. Uh, of course, uh, I have to uh, uh, try and find out the uh, the cause of this problem. Now, of course. You like your windows and doors and your chimneys, and it'll be uh, my service to you to be able to bring them back. Of course, <laughs> no charge, no charge. It's all right. <laughs> oh, 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 thank you. Please investigate away. And as you sort of like turn around, sort of like she just like what she thinks is lightly slap you on the ass. Oh. Um, roll me a roll me a strength check. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna end up through this fucking wall. Ah, oh, seventeen. Oh, nice. It's not too bad. Seventeen. So you sort of like stumble forward and catch yourself on your foot, and you sort of like she trim yourself up and she sort of hear her but like <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, where are you going what are you what are you gonna do so I'm gonna uh, investigate the walls of the house I'll try and do like an arcana check to see if there's anything magical in in the in the house in the hut itself maybe the I don't know maybe I'm, I'm thinking like a little ball something left yes like that could potentially channel out yeah. this thing because from what I understand Enchantments like this, they're not <coughs> prolonged. They're not yeah. that they don't last this long. So I'm gonna yeah. Okay. Roll or, me an arcana check. Arcana check. And then ro roll me an investig Oh no, okay. What's your arcana check? Uh twelve. Nice. Okay. Um okay. you can't specific specifically <laughs> find like a point of origin to the uh, like the <coughs> Our kind sort of um, feel that you're, you're feeling at the moment, because you what you can sense is that you you're almost surrounded by it. It's weakest when you're stood directly in the center mm. of the hut. You sort of like feel your way around, sort of like giving out your sort of like uh, almost like pulses of energy just to sort of see how it like interacts with like magic around you mm -hmm. and you're sort of walking around the hut all the time tegan's eyes are just sort of like trained on you <laughs> like looking you up and down she's sort of fanning herself as smoke's just building <laughs> up <laughs> and up like and the, the smoke level is slowly sort of like coming down as the roof sort of fills up <laughs> yeah it's clearly originating from the walls itself. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. It does... What did you roll? 15? 15. Yeah, cool. So it... No, sorry, 12. 12. Oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it feels stronger at the moment, at the hole that she made okay. to let you in. Right. Okay, so I'm walking gather. On, the magic is concentrated on the damage. Mm -hmm. And that's where it heals. I'm going to try 
I'm gonna. Do, do you have a ladder? Mm. I need to poke a hole in your roof. <laughs> she sort of gets up and sort of looks at you puzzled. <laughs> like, like, sure. Sure. Oh. She sort of gets up, stands way too close to you, mm-hmm. and just sort of like pokes a finger <laughs> through the roof <laughs> and then licks it. <laughs> staring you dead in the eyes. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> I need to poke a hole in the middle of your roof. Not just a big hole. We need to punch. Right. Uh, <laughs> punch up. And she sort of looks at you and like goes, you, you, you need to go to the, up to the roof? Yes. Oh. She's like, okay. <laughs> she sort of like picks you up. She's breathing heavily at this no, point. I don't need to like, go up. No. She's, no. <laughs> she just like continues to sort of like <laughs> lift you up. You're now sort of like, oh, like, squished. like squished by the roof. You're oh. like right in the center. Gods. I take my hammer, uh, my war, my war pick. Yeah. And I like basically <clears throat> jam it straight up so that this. Pretty much like a hole. Right, like okay. Uh, roll me a strength check, but because you've been held in such an awkward position, <laughs> you have to roll it with disadvantage. Sure. <laughs> strength check. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, 14. <laughs> oh! <laughs> it's a four. <laughs> <laughs> no. And you, so you're there, you're like, sort of like, Chipping away, yeah. Like trying to, you seem such an awkward position. Yeah. You've got, you sort of like <laughs> yeah. crunched into the top, and you've sort of like slid the war pick like over your shoulder. Yeah. And you're sort of using the bottom hand, and you're sort of like hitting it. I'm not like, getting any like, yeah. You don't no like any real, no real revel. And she sort of like looks up, and she's sort of like giggling to herself, and she sort of like starts moving you <laughs> <laughs> up and down, <laughs> so like like with it, like almost like almost like. Rubbing herself, boom, 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 as as you like trying to stop her, eventually, sort of like the war pit goes through, and your your head almost like half follows. So like the top of your head is just poking out of the top of the roof. Right, madam, do you mind if I get down now, please? It's very uncomfortable. And she's like, sir, sir, sir. Yes. <laughs> and sort of like lays you down. <laughs> like, puts her face too close to you. It's like, is that better? <laughs> yes. I, the, how's, how's the air circulation? Is it, is it forming back, by the way, now that there's a, um, there's a decent hole? Because I'm figuring because of the, the, like the central point of the actual house itself. Mm-hmm. Is where it's weakest. I assume, maybe the roof as well would probably be weaker. Um, or is it just kind of? It, it's not instantaneous. Mm. Like it, it slowly, sort of like reforms. Sorry, do you mind if I before it reforms? I want to try and do prestidigitation. Okay. And basically swirl all the smoke out. Okay. Through the hole. Yeah. Don't have to roll. No, it's just a country. Cool. cool. Sweet. Okay. <sighs> Yeah, all this smoke sort of like swirls around, creates like almost like a, a whirlpool above you, mm. and then just like filters out of 
out of the top of, of the hole that you created um, with Tegan's help. And she kind of looks up. Her mouth is open. She looks directly at you like, oh, oh, oh my. <laughs> like she's never seen anything so wondrous in her life. Right. Well, uh, it seems I've investigated as much as I can. Um, uh, if you don't mind, keep punching those walls. It'd be bad for you to suffocate now, okay? <laughs> uh, suffer so, so what? <laughs> I Choke. like to suffer. No, no, no. <laughs> to stop breathing. I don't want you to stop breathing. There's that. There's very bad. Now, if you don't mind, I'm going to investigate outside. I'll visit other homes, and hopefully I'll be back to you with a solution. Cool. Yes? Yeah. So you sort of like wriggle out from under her because under you've been like, she like laid you down. She's yeah. basically been on top of you. So you sort of like wriggle, <laughs> wriggle out. She's kind of looking a bit morrowful, like sorrowful in, in, in her face as, you, as you're like planning to leave. And you sort of turn around. Oh, sorry. Go, by the way, is the pendant like glowing or anything? It's not glowing. Mm. Having a look at it, there's no sort of like physical sort of like trace, but as a a spellcaster, you can sort of feel the innate magical like aura of the pendant. Not connect, but it it certainly almost like because there's sort of like two colliding magics in sort of a mm. close space, mm -hmm. they're interacting, mm -hmm. and you don't feel like they're connected. It's just the fact that they're so contrasting mm -hmm. that. It's almost giving a sort of like magical um, clash. Right. That's making like, like a push and pull. Yeah, yeah. They're not like connecting. Mag they're not, not like like opposing yeah. magnets because mm -hmm. because they're like they're magical in nature. <coughs> um, and to you, you can see that there's, they're not connected in any way. But to like um, to somebody untrained who was just holding it, you could or you could sort of tell why you might think it. It had some form of connection because it's always like sort of like twitches slightly and moves, yeah. um, and sort of vibrates slightly as you, as as your sort of like um, as it comes into contact with such strong magic around it. Mm -hmm. Okay, all right. Well, um, <coughs> wiggle out, yep. get up, and uh, turn around. Turn around, and the door's gone. <laughs> Great. Well, you turn back around, and Tegan is up, standing, like, directly in front of you. <laughs> like, over you. She's like, yes. <laughs> Couldn't leave. <laughs> I, just, I must be off. <laughs> I grab my war pick, <coughs> and then, I'll see you later. And I try to bash through the wall. <coughs> okay. Okay. Um, as so politely as I can. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... You sort of like, you go to work, like you've got this wall pick. It's like, okay. A wall pick is by no means the best way to get through a wall. <laughs> Even what, like, wall and door mud kind of thing. Um, um, and you see, you, you sort of feel Tegan's presence behind you. And she's like, let me help. And before you can say anything, she sort of just like grabs you in her arms and just. Walks through the wall, and <laughs> um, like she continues a f couple of feet, like out into the field, and she kind of like <coughs> you get the impression, almost by accident, 
accidentally on purpose falls over and she kind of she kind of she kind of like takes you and sort of like rolls around slightly you know like rolling into in those move in those oldie oldie movies where they like both fall over together and they sort of like roll down a little bit mm. and they sort of land up and she's just like directly in front of you obviously <laughs> expecting a kiss and all you hear is a <clears throat> and she sort of looks up and there's three guardsmen who obviously patrol the outside of the city yeah and they come up they're looking uh, what looks to be a fornicating female Goliath yeah. and a half-orc wizard yeah. rolling around having a bit of sprightly fun in the open air right in front of the sea where there could be children and people watching and they're like, well, 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 lads. Looks like another one's had a tussle with Tegan. <laughs> and they saw that like, and he's like, remember your goad, Bruce? <laughs> and he's like, oh, hey, Tegan, hey. You get the sort of idea is like the initiation into the uh, into the guard ceremonies. Who can last the night with Egan? Um, and they're like, "Don't know about you, lads, but that's public indecency." Come on, lads, you're coming with us, <laughs> and they arrest you. No, I'm here by the order of the Baron. <laughs> they, they they're just laughing. They're like, ah, oh, they always say that. No, you get put in manacles. I I ask Gollum. He's given me this talisman. <laughs> all, you, all you feel is back of a spear to the back of your head oh. <laughs> as you're just knocked out. Oh, buddy! Oh. <laughs> Great. <laughs> can, I, can I roll for constitution? <laughs> Cole, where we left you, you had... A robbed a sticky situation. A bit of a sticky situation. You had robbed a couple of houses, a uh, couple of things from the house, mm. had a look around the study... Found a scroll, the broken seal, a couple of gold pieces, a couple of notes, and you tried to enter this corridor, and as soon as you had, your feet stuck to the floor. <clears throat> Whereabouts is the thump thump at this point, from what I can tell from where I am? Um, it's certainly come down the stairs. Okay. Um, I want to use thaumaturgy to... You said there was two doors in the corridor. Yeah. I want to open the door on the opposite end from where I am, using thaumaturgy. Okay. Okay, so it'll just sort of slam open and make a noise to try and draw the thump, thump, thump. From where? Which 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 door? Sorry, at the I've opposite got, end of yeah, the... Yeah, up the opposite end. Opposite end of the corridor. Where you're facing? Yes. Yeah. Not the one I've just come in, but the other side. Okay. I'm going to open that door using thaumaturgy to try and draw that thump, thump, thump down that way. But the exit is... The entrance that you get went through is through the study. Mm-hmm. And that's the... But then that would be on the other side of the stairs out, right? The other door? If I'm planning the layout correctly in my head. Um, it's very, like I said, it's very thin. Yeah, there goes that fucking plan. Yeah. Um, I had a plan in mind as well, and it's like, shit, okay. So you've, you've come through this door. Yeah. There's the study. <laughs> yeah. Desk. You came through this door. Yeah. That was the one. There's a wall here. It was a small study. And then there's another door here. That's that door there. Yeah. Okay. And you are stuck here. Okay. Is Can I see any discernible way to lock this door I've just come through then? As a thief, you could probably use your thief's door yeah. to... Lock a door. Okay, let's do that. To um, try and stop this thing. But from you would, because of where you are and how you're stuck, you'd be sort of like uh, turning around. Now you can attempt it. You'd yeah. be attempting it at a disadvantage. Um, but by all means, you can give it a go. Fuck it, why not? <laughs> Thesis would be dexterity plus two because you're proficient. Dexterity plus two. So, 
so that's eighteen. Uh, for fuck's sake, it's a one. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, first one of the night. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, first rolls an eighteen as well. Damn yeah. it. One's You um, <laughs> so you, you sort of like turn around. Uh, your feet are stuck, so you can't move them. You sort of like trying to like hassle your fucking like your lockpick and your other implements, trying like lock the door behind you. Uh, you can't get it, and you dropped one half of the one half of the lockpick. And you see it just. Uh, <laughs> <it's such> a... <laughs> <laughs> How far off is this thumping now? Uh, it's getting closer with every step. Third. 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 Is there any way I can discern what is holding me to the ground? You can try. Romeo's the intelligence check, just a straight intelligence check. Intelligence check. Uh, ten. Ten total? Ten total. The floor is sticky. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't discern why it's It is me. sticky in uh, a magical way. Okay. It doesn't look like the ground has anything sort of like code to it. There's no sort of like goo. It's, it's it, right. Yeah. Can I use one of my spells? You may indeed. Disguise self. <laughs> okay. I'm going to disguise myself as a suit of armor. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I love it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, um, is that a level one spell or? Uh, yes. Yes. So that'll use up one of your spell slots. Mm-hmm. So you've only got one left now. Yeah. Okay. So, um, what kind of armor do you want to be? Uh, the exact same one I saw in the first room when I first entered the house. Okay. Roll me a intelligence. <coughs> okay. Roll intelligence. me an intelligence set. Yeah. Oh, Eighteen. Oh, nice. Yes. This. The armor that you disguise yourself with as is almost spot on. There's a few minus flaws, obviously. Mm. You don't have photographic memory, mm-hmm. but your memory's on point. You had mm-hmm. a good look at that suit of armor, mm-hmm. and you are next to identical. Like, a, a fairly good glance, you wouldn't, you don't think you'd see a, a difference between the two. So you're now currently stuck, yeah. looking like a suit of armor yeah. in a corridor. <laughs> cool. I'm going to wait and see what happens with this thumping then. Okay. Now, I'm going to look at this guy's self real quick. <laughs> okay. So I want to know. Weren't expecting that? No, it was good. good um, yeah. Tanner used it in a completely different way when he played this. Okay. So funny. Um, it's a good idea. I like, I like the, uh, the creativity. Well, the way I was going around by the other door was hopefully getting that suit of armor or whatever it is, something into there getting stuck. But on the completely opposite end. Right. <laughs> that's, okay. where was, that's where I thought it was... A, yeah, yeah, yeah. That didn't quite pan out. Okay. So the thud comes closer mm. and closer and closer. The door opens behind you. At this point, I'm just going to like stand exactly still as if that suit of armour was just there. So just as that suit of armour was. Okay. So the suit of armour enters. You're almost directly behind the door. Mm. And it, it gives you... like. A once over. It looks at you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and it's got absolutely no clue that you're not a suit of armour. Yes. But it does know the exact layout of the house. Mm. Like, it is 
it is designed to a mixture of things. Obviously, guard the house when there's an intruder and that kind of thing. And it, if there is an intruder or if it's suspected intruder, it's designed to sort of like not tidy up but fix, you know, as it's going. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's gonna it attempts as a, another suit of armor, and the only place that it knows where a suit of armor is supposed to be mm-hmm. is in the dining room. Mm-hmm. So it's going to attempt to move you. Right. To the dining room. Right. So it picks you up. Right, okay. Seemingly unperturbed by the fact that the floor is sticky. Yeah. So its hands obviously pass through... The illusion. The illusion. Mm. And right. grab hold of yourself. Right. Wow. <laughs> Six. So it doesn't realise <laughs> that slider than usual. <laughs> yeah, it's it's basically an animated object. It's got no sort of like sense of other than what it's sort of like programmed to by the by the magic. It's got no sort of sense of like what things are supposed to be. Mm-hmm. It's just sort of like <clears throat> see suit of armor. Thought there was an intruder. Suit of armor's not supposed to be here. Mm. I'll move it back. I'll it's put it where it's supposed armor, to be. Yeah. So he just picks you up. And he picks you up in the oddest way. Like, he's just like, hands are outstretched. He just sort of like clamps you and lifts you up. And sort of like, has to like, sort of like, move backwards. Mm. Out. Sort of turns. Mm. Just leading forward. This illusion tiefling as a, as a suit of armor. Goes through the door, like, through, through the doorway. <coughs> and it kind of like, puts you down. Like, it basically stands where it's supposed to stand when it's not patrolling or when it's not, mm. like, suspected there's been an intruder. And it kind of just puts you down in front of it mm. because you're another suit of armour. This is the only place that suits of armour live. Mm. His arms fall to its side <laughs> and you're just directly in front of it. <laughs> um, mm. Do I risk moving or do I... Stand still forever. <laughs> <laughs> did he leave his shoes in the corridor? <laughs> when he got lifted up, did his shoes get left behind? Out of the shoes. <laughs> or were his shoes taken along with him? <laughs> Absolutely, shoes were left there. It's just barefoot. Makes you quieter. <laughs> now just the, the pair of boots. I'm going to cast another spell. Okay. Oh, I'm blowing your second spell slot I already. I know, I can't see any of the other stuff. So I'll use a cantrip instead. I'm going to okay. use True Strike. So basically the reading is, you extend your hand and point a finger at a target in range. I point it at the suit of armor. Your magic grants you a brief insight into the target's defenses. On your next turn, you gain advantage on your first attack roll against the target, provided that the spell hasn't ended. Okay. And then I'm going to try and attack it to try and disable it. <laughs> okay. I get the feeling it's going to end very okay. badly. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Okay, roll me a sleight of hand. 16. Blind sight. Yeah. It means you can see. Uh, well, you can't see visually, but it, it can hear and smell, as well as as well as cool. um, sight. Cool. It's like cool. worms. Sixty foot, so it's blind beyond the radius. <coughs> cool. Okay. Sixteen. Sixteen. Slight of hand. Cool. Um, it doesn't notice you cast cast the spell. Cool. And then I'm gonna uh, try and strike it with my short sword. <laughs> Okay. I got it so wrong. Do you, so true strike. Yeah. So that gives advantage. Yeah, it gives advantage. Cool. So you roll twice. It's a three. 
Wait, no. Um, plus four, that's... You have to, to roll to hit, you need to roll a d20 and oh, add right. attack bonus. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. So that's 22. Nice. Roll roll again, because you oh, might, yeah, yeah. might yeah. die in a minute. Uh, 22. Yeah, still 22. <laughs> oh, nice. Mate. Okay. So, you sort of secretly sort of like cast cast it like, without trying to move, you sort of like mm. turn so your hands like Twitch of the fingers. Sort really. of like, you know, you do sort of like, you know, you're trained in stealth, so mm. you're able to sort of like cast your spells as a slight like, twitch of the thing you still need to do some form of like arcane um, not ritual but like performance yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. a gesture as an entertainment like, like performance yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. and cast spells no problem that's the word hey somatic somatic <coughs> word the, the and as soon as it as soon as it goes you spin around and you strike it with your sword, sword. you hit it no problem roll for damage Nice. Two. 1d6. Uh, oh yeah, 1d6. Uh, 7. 7. Nice. Nice. You hit it, you do damage to it, thing is utterly unperturbed. <laughs> and its hand just lands on your shoulder. He's going to attempt to grapple you. <laughs> That's a 21. <laughs> uh, what's your armor class? Uh, 13. Nice. Its ha- hand comes down. Grabs your shoulder, the other one follows it, and it just brings you into like a hug, basically. Right. It now clearly like it. Its eyes were sort of like a dull, and when it found you, it was sort of like a bluish sort of tinge mm. to them. They flare up red oh, um, okay. as soon as you attacked it, and it just grabs you and just starts thud, 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 walking out towards the door of the room. Now, um, I will allow you to attempt to break the grapple. Okay. If you so wish. Yeah, I'll try. Try and get out. I'll try that. It's going to be strength, though, isn't it? Yes. Bollocks. (laughs) Okay. This is going to be interesting. Eleven. No. (laughs) I'm afraid not. Um, Oh, it's close. I mean, his natural strength is 14. So if you beat that, I would have probably allowed you to get out, at least for the time being. (laughs) And as you go, you can see around, so you sort of like, Looking as you go, um, sort of goes part like so obviously it was in the far left corner of, yeah. of this sort of like rectangular room, so it's here and it's mm-hmm. going down. This was the window which you entered, mm-hmm. and as you walk around, there's just wall, mm-hmm. uh. and you go through the window. It's just like you never asked because it was like a window in the study, and it was gone. I, when you knew about when you went back in, I said there was no, I didn't mention a window, at all. yeah, nobody yeah. noticed, yeah. <laughs> it's fucking, <laughs> Ah, oh, don't! <laughs> you ladies, little thing. No fucking knows. <laughs> um, it's good. Yeah. Um, and it sort of like goes through the entrance, and it goes to where it thinks the door is, and you can sort of like feel its like hand sort of like go out to try and like grab a door, and it can't see very well. Mm. So obviously, its armor. It's got sight within sixty feet, it's, mm-hmm. and it's sort of it's like an awkward moment where you're like. <laughs> Hugged, you're sort of like struggling to get out, and okay. this sort of like part of armor is just like sort of looking at this wall. <laughs> Fuck, what do I do now? And then it just tegans it. It just goes <laughs> straight through the wall <laughs> <laughs> into into the courtyard of the house, and continues to walk. It like bashes down the gate, like it's just not letting go of you. And you can see it turns left, and it's clearly taking you to the castle area of the city. Right.
Thank you for listening to this episode of D&D Night. If you want to find out what happens next, check out next week's episode. In the meantime, chat to us on social media. Search for SEAPC Podcast or Snap Crackle and Pop Culture Podcast. And follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. If you would like to support our show, you can donate to our Patreon. All your donations will go to further develop the show. Thanks again for listening. Goodbye. <laughs>